The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760 presents Wake Up in the Den with Kubule Agbayani. Good morning, beautiful people. It's Wake Up in the Den. Kule Agbayani, Alan Mia, our last show of 2022. OMG, I can't believe we are here. Last show, my gosh. Definitely take some time, probably the second half of the show, to just reflect on everything that, ha- well, not everything, but some highlights that happened in, in sports, especially locally this year. Um, tell you about some of kind of like my sports highlights. And Alan, you'll have till the second half of the show to think of what your one or two personal sports highlights is like your favorite from 2022. So again, doesn't have to be, I didn't get as much participation as I wanted to on my Twitter. I wanted people to chime in and just say their personal highlights. Um, it could be again, and anything that was significant and meaningful to you. So it could be, it could have been anything that was, you know, like not, not necessarily your team winning the Super Bowl or whatever, but if you I don't know, stood up on a surfboard for the first time or something like that. Actually got a couple from just some personal friends and my cousin, which I'll share a little later in the show. But and then we'll talk a little bit about the college football playoff semifinals that's happening tomorrow. Let's take a look at some of the lines, which, by the way, that Cowboys game. (laughs) <laughs> depending on what side you got in, uh, would have been an interesting ending. <laughs> I'm like, oh, then that's why the odds makers sometimes you just always wonder, like, how are they always spot on with those numbers? It's pretty crazy. Yeah. When, when it comes out like that, I'm like, oh, hey. So depending on where where you ended up, you either it was significant win, loss or push. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a good or actually, no, I take that back. It wasn't a good game because everyone was injured, but it was still a win is a win for the Dallas Cowboys, even though they're already in the playoffs. And if you guys tuned in, you're welcome to our broadcast here. All right. But the best thing to happen yesterday, both University of Hawaii basketball teams get victories. Woo! <laughs> even though they both started off a little shaky and the game was a little messy and a little ugly, especially in the men's game. But a win is a win, and the women knocked off UC Davis at UC Davis 70-62, to which, hey, that's a nice high-scoring game for us. And then the men, almost like a similar score, which is kind of funny. Usually the men's and women's scores aren't that close, but the men knocked off UC Davis over here at home 74-66. to And of course, for the Rainbow Wahine win, we can thank Alan for that because, you know, he started watching the game and actually giving me credit i appreciate that (laughs) i didn't think you were gonna do it uh you know it's mighty big of you to actually give me credit you're welcome no so the joke is when we were watching it here in our um studios and whatnot the first quarter the women got off to like not that great of a start but and i was watching it in here and alan came into the studio and then he looked over i was like yeah they're not looking that great right now and then alan you know goes in his office and turns it on and, and then they rattle off a 10-0 run yeah and then he comes you know he comes in here and he's like oh what yeah that's i've started watching and then <laughs> and then the rainbow wahine like take the lead and then i i gave him credit yesterday too i went by his office i was like okay okay alan and Thanks. then as soon as you did that <laughs> started getting close again <laughs> but it was still a really good game like once they kind of figured it out I did love like just their 
like unison. And I don't know how to explain it. Like just their their chemistry that they seem to be building and then just their passing, finding each other. I remember watching, I got home and I watched a little bit more of the game before we left to go to the men's game. And it's just like smooth transitions. And this is what we were saying, right? They play that tough preseason slash non-conference schedule and then they'll get into conference and it's not they never lose confidence that they're going to come back into the game when they were down in the beginning and then they came right back and then kept it close that whole time and I feel like this is they're showing their signs of why they were voted you know the priest in the preseason poll to finish or they were finishing at the top of the big west conference so it was it was a really good game and this is a very very Fun team to watch. Lili Wahine Kapu finished with 17 points, three, 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 three three, pointers, three, 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 three pointers. Uh, Spiller added 12, then the Orgy had 10, and Deja Phillips had 10. So they're a really fun team to watch. And on Saturday, tomorrow, they do play at noon at Cal Poly, and you can watch that game on ESPN Plus, which thankfully it wasn't blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, don't be like, <laughs> no, you're you're right. This team is exciting. But what I saw this year that's different than last year is just poise. Poise. They yeah, didn't, that's, they didn't, a, that's the word I was looking they, for. They didn't look rattled. Yeah. And, and even when they were down 10, or I think it was 11 maybe was the largest lead that deficit they were down. They didn't they didn't look rattled. They kind of just looked like just getting their feet underneath them. They weren't they weren't too concerned about it. And then all of a sudden when they gathered that poise and that, that stature, they were like, okay, here we go. Now we're putting it together. Got a little bit of that first conference game jitters out the way, and, and now let's just roll. And, and and that's what they did. But this team is fun. They got, you know, the crazy thing is now you watch the Rainbow Wahine, and I've followed them for years, being, you know, used to be their PA announcer. And I've seen the kind of like since Laura Beeman's taken over the program and their their growth, uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and actually not just growth from talent wise, skill wise, scheme wise, but like down the middle. They have steadily every year have gotten bigger and had a little bit more, more, um, more size down the middle, and that frees up everybody. and And I like the size they have in the middle. They might not be as tall, but they got some bulk to them, and and it, and it adds a depth that I, I think the Rainbow Wahine for the longest time never really, really, truly had. And I, I love watching this team play. And again, don't look at that record. That record is no indication oh, yeah. of who they are and what they're gonna be. This team is for real. This team is legit. Uh, mine, you know, again, don't look at that three and seven record because they will do well in the Big West as they were intended to and voted to do so. Yeah. And it almost like they didn't really skip a beat. Right. You know, losing Amy Atwell, as you know, was huge. That's why for them to get voted at the top of the Big West Conference in the preseason poll was big. I mean, bringing in more players and other players have now this experience and no you're right you can't pay attention to the record at all and just well now we pay attention to the record when you guys see are in the little um parentheses, parentheses. yeah <laughs> it's a new year's <laughs> new year's show i got new year's on the brain already as this Whoa. is our last show of the year <laughs> those little those little half circles those little things that you know there's numbers in between them but i don't know <laughs> those, those little the half things, circles the things that you <laughs> the things i didn't like in math class because <laughs> you have to do those first yeah you got to do those first and then the multiplications first <laughs> oh gosh bad flashbacks i hate math <laughs> i only like i only like seeing positive numbers when it comes to money in the bank account that's about the only math i like to do 
No subtraction, please. No subtraction. <laughs> just, add, just additions into the bank account. Um, but yeah, so University of Hawaii, again, beating UC Davis 70 to 62. And up next tomorrow at Cal Poly, game time at noon, Hawaii time. And you can watch it on ESPN Plus, which I highly suggest if you're not um, doing anything, then you watch that. Although I get it, it's kind of competing with the um, college football playoff semifinals. So. You can watch ESPN Plus on your phone and then have like, yeah, dual screens going on tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe you never know. It might be a junk game anyways for the college football playoff, depending on how it goes on with Michigan and TCU. Actually, that might be the better game. So that's the first game to come up It's Max Duggan all all day, every day. That game's at 11. Um, If he wins, like, could you imagine if he wins? It just... Adds more fuel to my fire. I was gonna of, say of my like high, he should have been the Heisman Trophy winner, not Caleb Williams. <laughs> if TCU wins, oh my gosh, Allen is gonna be so obnoxious that like I told y'all, dude, I am the, gonna win. I am the president of the Max Duggan fan club. You are. You're totally the president. That of the dude Max is Duggan. badass. <laughs> That's Allen all day long. Max Duggan this, Max Duggan that. Um, it's okay. You're allowed to be obnoxious about it. I'd give, I hope I, he wins. I, I would give you some props for that, too. And then I'm going to knock down the doors of all the voters and be like, y'all are idiots. <laughs> the only reason no. why he gave it to Caleb Williams is because of the, the the team he plays for, the coach he plays for, and that's it. And the fact that he came in highly recruited. Don't hate because it's... He's not that good. He is. Caleb Williams is good. He's not Heisman Trophy winning good. Like I said, I can't have a genuine debate because I barely watched any TCU games, so I don't know if Max Duggan was the make or break because of, you know, just him and his skills. Unlike we talked about, um, what's his name? Old guy on <laughs> Okay, here's Georgia. how you got to think about it. If Max Duggan is on USC, does he win the Heisman? And Caleb Williams is on TCU? I don't know. That's a yes. Because I don't As you know. chew on your ice, I don't that's know. a yes. I don't know because I don't know if Max Duggan would have been able to pull out wins out of his okole like Caleb Williams did for USC because they're horrendous. Their defense is horrendous. Yeah, so I, that's why I haven't watched enough TCU games to know to make a case that Max Duggan was the reason why they were winning, whereas USC— But USC had offensive firepower, and yet Caleb Anyways, Williams Anyways, we're getting struggled. off topic. We're not even on football sorry. yet. Alan. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I just, you, you, you started talking like I know. TCU, and I'm like, I was oh, just, Max, I Max just, I just, you, I just started by saying that the Wahine game is on at noon, but I get it because there's the college football playoff semifinal. But I'm encouraging people that you know you can watch both because ESPN Plus you can stream on your phone and you'll have the other game on the TV. And there you go, because <laughs> that's probably that honestly that's probably what I'll be doing anyways. Either have it on like my lap, the game Wahine game on my laptop because they're a fun team to watch and. Um, I just love basketball. But getting to the men's game also, not the prettiest game. I mean, see, this is the problem, again, with the the men's team. Always not taking care of the basketball. 15 turnovers. Fortunately, UC Davis had 15 turnovers also. But this becomes a problem, and we've seen it be a major problem when we play better competition, that we just don't take care of the basketball and... Usually the other team can capitalize on it, but UC Davis only scored 10 points off of our 15 turnovers and Hawaii in turn scored 15. So we won that battle, but it's not, we can't like 
continue to do this. Need to take care of the basketball. Fortunately, like I said, a win is a win. 74-66, improving to 10-3. And, and of course, 1-0 in the Big West Conference. Justice Jackson got a significant amount of playing time, playing just under 27 minutes. But it was kind of a fake out, like, because he cut off his hair. So <laughs> he looked a lot like Juan Munoz. And I was kind of like, wait, who? I had to take a double take when the game just started because I'm like, wait a minute. That's oh, that's justice. It kind of threw me off a lot because he shaved like he had kind of the, the longer hair with the braids. And then now it's like shaved. Tony, like, that's the look. And like when you're real as an athlete, you shave your head. Hey, no. Beyond Riley is that's the mana. Bruh. It's he's like gonna shave his head and he's going to go nope. to a different level. He's going to he's going to go superstar level. No. Beyond Riley. I love it. Don't listen to Uncle Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Who did really well. And Jovan McClanahan. I mean, there was like a different, like he has that. He always kind of had the swag, but like now it's like a next level swag that Jovan McClanahan has as he should. Hit a game winner and that that swag will come out. But that's what I mean. As he should. It's like every time he came in, like there was a point in time where he was um, sitting for a while. And then when he came into the game, it was just like a whole like different type of fire that he had and I was like who is this kid I love it again he always kind of had that swag I mean that's what you you tend to have when you're a guard especially they and you're a point guard you kind of have to have that extra level of confidence but there was like I don't know there was something else that was going on like and scoring career high 23 points also adds to the additional swag I mean the next scorers were Bernardo da Silva with 12 and then Justice Jackson with 12 as well but Jovan McClanahan you do you man it's been exciting to watch and a nice crowd so attendance or actually tickets sold about 5,200 and then turnstile was just over 4,000 and it was loud and it was rocking in there and I hope that it'll be the same tomorrow but again I understand it's New Year's Eve well (laughs) I mean, I'll be there because the game time is at five o'clock. So either way, I'll be there. But I'm kind of it it felt like it was the Diamond Head Classic all over again. Like the crowd was loud. They were engaged. They were into it. Everyone's yelling. And it was it's just a really fun atmosphere. And I really hope both teams can just sustain this type of, you know, like, I don't know. I'm losing my words over here. It's just not. A, it's not a good. It's not a good season-ending uh, show for you. I call it the season-ending, but the year. I'm like, are you getting getting canceled? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. I was supposed to save that till after the show. My bad. <laughs> Well, it's funny, right? Like on Sports Map, everyone's talking about like all the the show before us is like this is the final show of this show, but we're still staying on this network, and it's just going to be a brand new show. <laughs> like all the show changes start to happen in the new year, which yeah, there's going to be some significant changes. I think they Sports Map are picking up a couple of Vsin shows as yes. well that we've been carrying on this station already. But yeah, there's like leveling up in our programming here and i love it yeah i love what sports maps doing it's you know they're they're evolving and then they're they're realizing it's no longer just like oh espn six with espn fox six with fox uh stuff um sports maps kind of like you know what we're gonna take the best of the best that's mm-hmm. out there and available that wants the partnership and is not worried about brands and being like one singular brand that wants to branch out and that's pretty cool yeah. gives us a little bit of what we call diversity yeah Oh, what is that? That's what? kind of like what we've, what I mean, why we that? even picked up 
that VSIN show or a couple of them because we want the best of the best too that's out there. So, anyways, gotta step aside way past the break. We'll be back on Wake <laughs> Up in the Den. Why are you mad? Fix your face. The best line ever. Fireworks. That's why I'm mad. <laughs> Some of y'all don't have kids and it shows. <laughs> Other than that, you just don't care about your own kids sleeping. <laughs> Uncle Alan is hating. Uncle Alan. <laughs> that's, no, that's, but I, that's I, the I, persona. That's the hater persona in me. That's, that's Uncle Alan. Why are you mad? Fix your face, Alan. <laughs> no, Uncle Alan. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like Grandpa Allen now. Wow. <laughs> Uncle Allen. Uncle Allen's usually cool. You know. Uncle Allen is the one that makes the rare nighttime uh, appearance nowadays. <laughs> we need to find like your Uncle Allen, but like a Rako version. But yeah, not yeah. the fun Allen. Come on. <laughs> I remember the fun Allen when I first started at the other station. Ah. Uh. Young Allen. Those are the good old days when I was young. You had energy. That was like 30. I wasn't that old when I first met you. Yeah. Actually, I might have been. Around there. Or maybe you were just, maybe you were like 29. I was 29, I think. Yeah. That's hurtful. Oh, that was a long time ago. It's been 11 years. Dang. Dang. We're entering our another year together. (laughs) I know. Wow. As you'd like to tell me on air that my show is canceled. Just kidding. I know. We're kidding, people. We're kidding. It's not yet. <laughs> not yet. We got another forty minutes, Lear. Yeah. No, we'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll just see, see what happens. We'll see what how it goes. <laughs> You're right. That, this is not a good start to the show, Alan. Why are you breaking my heart? No, 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 no. Anyways, well, now we can get back on track with uh, the college football playoff semifinals again happening tomorrow. Uh, we the first game is the VRBO Fiesta Bowl, TCU versus Michigan at 11 a.m. and followed by the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl at 3 p.m. with Ohio State versus Georgia. So pretty evenly matched games. I feel like the first game will be the better game, but it's hard to tell. I mean, between all these teams, all four teams, there's only two losses between them. And then as you know, then Ohio State had gotten smashed by Michigan when they played this season. So it's just... That's why I feel like maybe TCU Michigan will be the good game and then Georgia will just roll over Ohio State. I, th- I think both games are going to be rollovers, uh, meaning Michigan, I think, will roll TCU. TCU is really good. I'm a big Max Duggan fan, but I just think <laughs> I think Michigan's on a different But planet. you're still realistic. But but I'm realistic here, you know, and and I think just Georgia's Georgia all year, minus the few games, they kind of like were like, oh, are they human? Have have always been superhuman and just got the job done. They're not flashy by any means. They just they just beat you physically, and and so I, I think both teams will will meaning in Michigan and, and and Georgia will roll easily, and I I think that Michigan Georgia game is going to be something special. I think that actually will be a high scoring game though if if they do make it yeah. to the natty. Yeah. Even though both defensively are pretty good. I, I think it might be a, a shootout. Or it'll be more of like a like your better offense versus your better like Georgia has like the better defense if you put them side by yeah. side. And Michigan has like the slightly more potent but, offense. So it'll be like which one 
will stop which one and how it balances off. And I think, yeah, it'll be a fun game. As the odds sit right now, Michigan, you know, the odds makers feel like it'll be it won't be that close of a game. Michigan favored by seven and a half. So they're throwing in that hook, making it, right, right. So right now, mm. seven and a half over under at 58 uh, on the money line. Michigan minus 300 favorite and TCU at plus 240. Right. So that's seven and a half. I'm going to go on a limb here. I'll, I'll 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 take this. I'll give the seven and a half and, and I'll take the over. OK. So I'll, I'll take Michigan minus seven and a half and yeah, the, over 58. the over 58. I think over 58, right? Yeah. That little little bay salt sprinkle on that. Yep. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if it's significant to anybody. Michigan uh, ATS is eight four and one this season, and TCU is nine three and one against the spread. So take that how you must. I don't know if like TCU people make better the, against slightly better though. Slightly better. That's the that's the thing where you look at Ohio State uh, oh. in that game. So the line on the Ohio State Georgia game, Georgia favored by six. Over under 62 and a half. So they're already assuming that that's going to be a high uh, scoring game. Georgia on the money line is minus 275 favorite. Ohio State at plus 220. So Ohio State, though, ATS this season, 5, 6, and 1. Eesh. Georgia is where Georgia is you know, 7 and. Oh, is that right? 7 and 6. I got. I, again, that one, Georgia and, and the over two on that. That might be a parlay kind thing for me. Take really? the over in both and take Michigan and, and the kind. Uh, but then what I would do is, I said the kind. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's losing their words now on this <laughs> final show of the uh, year. <laughs> um, Michigan and Georgia. And then the over is also on a parlay. But then, I don't know. that It wouldn't surprise me, though, the money line Ohio State. It wouldn't surprise me. Really? To cover, to hedge. I'm sure, like, actually, because I, I think like- if Georgia wins, they're covering easy. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be over. Well, overstate. I feel like this is one of those games that it's going to be like slightly over, slightly under. Like, it's going to be it's right, gonna be there. right on the that, money. Like, that hook is going to matter in this game. That's 62 half. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't, just I have think a, it's over. I have, I have a weird feeling that it's going to be right it's there. It's 31 each, right? I think Georgia's going to hang 40-something alone, so I'd assume Ohio State can hang 21. I mean, when you look at it, they didn't put up much against Michigan, so when Ohio State lost to Michigan, it was 45-23. So you can kind of assume it's going to be so that... That's why I said they can so hang 68. at least 21. Hmm. And then you're looking to Georgia. So it's almost like Georgia will put up like that 40-something. Yeah, 42, yeah. Yeah, so. And that loss to Michigan. And then to remind everyone, TCU is the only other team with a loss to Kansas State, who was number 10 at the time, but that was in the Big 12 championship, uh, losing 31-28 in overtime. Max Duggan didn't come through then, just saying. Haters gonna hate. (laughs) Shake it off. Shake it off. So, um, as I noticed, that's the next song coming up. It'll be a very interesting game. Michigan, on the other hand, I mean, they pretty much, obviously, they annihilated Hawaii in the beginning of the season. Also, Colorado State. But other than that, I mean, they really had a close game against Maryland and Talia Tongo Vailoa, thirty-four twenty-seven. Other than that, they pretty much rolled everybody else 
as I mentioned, including Ohio State 45-23. Oh, actually had a close game against Illinois 19-17. So that was the only one. Uh, just two close, relatively close games for Michigan. On the other hand, TCU um, was relatively close with multiple games, eh, like 10 points or less. So, Like I said, they weren't pretty, but Max Duggan <laughs> got the job done. I think their biggest win, uh, Carlton, 59-17, Colorado. So obviously teams that are way lesser than them. Pretty close at SMU, 42-34. to uh, Routed Oklahoma, but that was when Oklahoma was 18 at the time. And we were like, oh, are they even good? Not that good? I'm losing yesterday too. Not the best time for Dylan Gabriel to go over to Oklahoma. Uh, and then Ohio State, they routed 62-14 before losing to Kansas State. 31-28. But this is a different type of game. This isn't the Big 12 championship. This is a chance to go into what you want, what you work for in Division One college football and to go to the national championship. So, but I still don't think they get chance. <laughs> I think I'm going to go on the line here and you know what? I'm just going to do it. I think Michigan covers. There, I'm that's what I just, yeah, I, I think Michigan covers. I think, Michigan I think they wins easy. By as much 10. as a huge TCU Max Duggan fan I am this year, it's Michigan's going to roll and they're going to cover the over and they might cover the over by themselves, which is the funny thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's why for them, I'm over over. I mean, I'm Michigan and over on that one. It's just the Ohio State one intrigues me. Yeah. No, you're right. I feel like I, I mean, feel like it's I, I, I feel like it's Georgia covering easy. I think it's the over at 60 it was 62 and a half. Right. You said or is it 68? Uh, it is 62 half. So 62 half. And then 58 was the TCU Michigan over. And then, and then, but the money line was plus two something for Ohio State, right? 220. Yeah, I might, I might do a four. T- yeah. yeah. I, mm, give me, give me like. Yeah, that game, I'm not sure. That'd be interesting. I don't know. I got to think about that a little bit longer. But I think my my heart's set on what I I yeah. would quotation marks do. All right. So we're, we're we're putting it out there into the universe. Michigan to cover is, is, and then over the fifty eight. Is Bossman still in uh, Vegas? Yeah. I still need to think about that. Ohio. I'm surprised he hasn't texted me for like our picks. Because uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get in. on that right now with so, him. Um, Ohio State Georgia though. That's the one that I'm kind of. E. But at the same time, Georgia. No, I think Georgia's going to cover. I mean, they easily beat LSU 50-30 to was their last game of the season. Earlier in the season, easy win over Tennessee, who was number one at the time, 27-13. They started off the season hot, beating Oregon 49-3. to So, yeah, I don't know. They've had pretty easy wins. 55-0 over Vanderbilt, who kicked our butts. Ouch. <laughs> That's when you're like, wow. And then Ohio State, again, to their part, they got routed by Michigan as their last game, 45-23. And other than that, they have pretty good wins, you know, over Maryland, Penn State, um, Notre Dame in the beginning of the season. But maybe we'll take this break to think about what I feel about the Ohio State-Georgia game. Pretty good on TCU-Michigan, but hmm, tell you about what it is. I think I can decide during this break. We'll be back on Wake Up in the Den.
Welcome back to all of you, the beautifulest of all the beautiful people. It's Wake Up in the Den, Kule, Ugbayani, Alan, Mia, shaking off the bad things that happened in 2022. Even though there was a lot of good and great awesomeness, things that happened, including not being canceled yet on this show. The show's still going. 23 minutes remaining. <laughs> but no, we, we really uh, mahalo to everyone that has, you know, stuck through this whole year and the last couple of years and um yeah we we that's why you're amongst the beautifulest of all the beautiful people because you're listening right now and hopefully enjoyed our enjoying our last show of the year and i don't know if it's the last show ever because alan is being our alan's our program director also and he's being a little uh cryptic right now so (laughs) i'm I'm giving these uh ominous signs (laughs) I've worn red. I don't know. He might. He, <laughs> we might end this show if our if our picks don't go accordingly. Oh, I know. Yeah. So during the break, I was trying to. I, I my my gut says Georgia will cover that six. But the only thing that like bothers me is that the spread is so small. Like I feel like that's the part that I'm like. But it's a big game, and that's why you just never know what's going to happen in it. But I feel like Georgia will have the easy cover. But that over-under, as I mentioned in the beginning of the last segment, that something about it just makes me feel like it's going to be right there. So you could go either way. And it's going, whichever side someone chooses will be the okole squeeze at the end. (laughs) Or it's going to be like some kind of backdoor cover that like nobody was expecting and a lot of people will be angry that it'll go one way or the other. It'll be like, it'll be like the the thing that sends it would be like a touchback or something. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that would be brutal. Um, but yeah, so again, Georgia on the money line minus two seventy five. Ohio State at plus two twenty. By the way, these odds are via BetMGM. Forgot to mention that because, as we know, that the odds can vary depending on what book you're looking at. So the odds that we were talking about today is BetMGM. Um, so yeah, minus six. I think Georgia will cover that over Ohio State. I guess I just would. I don't know. Everyone knows me, though. I would just, you know, at 62 half, it would be almost like a little sp- sprinkle just on the over. 62. I mean, again, I, I, th- I think. A little sprinkle on the over just to I make think it Georgia fun. hangs 42, and all you need is. and then do you, Here's the question Do you think Ohio State can hang 21? Yeah. Then you, then you take the over. Because, again, I think Georgia hangs 42 on it. Even. But again, I don't think Georgia's offense is as potent as Michigan, where they score I don't forty-five think so. I... as on Ohio State. So that's why I'm kind of like I feel like they'll they'll score like thirty something. Okay, even if they hire. Okay, do... oh, now you <laughs> don't <Damn> shoot. <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh, I don't think I don't know. Anyways, that's something that I wouldn't touch. But if it's like just want to have so do some a three fun... teamer then do a three teamer then. Let's go Michigan. Oh, no. This one I stay Michigan. away from parlays because one no. of them is bound to not hit. So then you lose it all. Well, last thing. <laughs> I mean, two. <laughs> Whatever fun you want to have, Alan. And I don't know, but this is big games like this. I don't. I never like to do parlays for the big games because yeah, something crazy is bound to happen, and you never want to block all of them but, together. But, even you go individual, that's fine too. Again, yeah. it's Michigan, the over in that game, and then Georgia for sure. That's why it's fun though being in Vegas for these. See, big but if you're gonna do you... three individuals, you might as well do the fourth and just sprinkle on the over or the under. 
that's what I mean. It's just a little sprinkle. Would but I would that? go. I would sprinkle the over just so you have something fun to cheer for. Because I just like points. I like putting up lots of points in games. That's what so. I'm saying. Then, then, then but this is the fourth. Yeah, but or you just do. It's one of those. That's why, like I said, I love being in Vegas or nowadays any state that you can legally bet, um, because you know these games are back to back. So depending on how the games start, you know, you like you put in. Because I feel better about Michigan covering the seven and a half over TCU. So you would put that in if all is going well. I feel like it's going to hit, then you just run over to the sports book. Or, well, now you can just go on mobile when you're at places that you can bet. You can go on mobile, put in your bet for the next game. Because that way, at least it'll be more fun because you won a little bit and now you then you could afford to sprinkle a little bit on the over for the second game. So I like when these games, these, they have the big games like this, just like the Final Four, where you can play the first game and see how you do and then... Either you're having you're playing with house money or you're chasing. <laughs> it could go either way. It can go either way. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, it'll be fun to watch tomorrow. That's where I'll be. So eleven AM is the first game. Michigan TCU, both games on ESPN television. Uh, and then followed by Ohio State and Georgia in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl at three PM. So um luckily actually and then it just depends on how hopefully that second game isn't that interesting. So I don't feel like it, I'm missing much when I have to leave to go to the basketball game. Gosh, uh, you're, you're, this is so stressful. You'll be getting texts from me. Oh, this is so stressful. Anyways, it's, it's going to be a fun time. So you'll, you'll be getting my usual my text. Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> Alan likes to always make trouble to me during the basketball games, and then that's why the Diamond Head Classic one was so funny because he's like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> I take back everything I said. We won. We win. We did good this time. Um, just like yesterday, they didn't find a way for those turnovers to affect them, but still need to clean up the basketball game because ugh, it was just brutal to watch because it's never worked. It's never like not never, but it's rarely ever worked for like. You know, the other team gets a great steal or something. It's just us not taking care of the basketball. So they can clean that up. Yeah, we'll make it to the final day in the Big West Conference Tournament. If that's a big if, they can clean it up, though. And, of course, barring any significant injuries. All right. Just a little over 15 minutes left in this show. (laughs) Of the new year. (laughs) And of the show period. I don't know. (laughs) Just kidding. We're totally like scaring everyone, you know, because they it, love us so much and they're going to be sad if we were to like not be here next year. Um, <laughs> all of our million and what are we at? Six million, listeners. six and a half. Woo! All of our million and six and a half listeners are going to be sad, I could, Alex. So here's the thing. I could force Kenzie to listen to us and then that way that would be like a half since she's only two and a half. So therefore it would be and seven. And she's really not like actually listening. So, so that yeah, she's be the probably half. just complaining that she wants to listen to either Baby Taylor Shark Swift. or no, no, not 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 Swift. Uh, what's the other one she listens to? Um, Sophia the First. It's a Disney cartoon. Oh, cute! All right, so we'll start getting into this final segment of the show. Actually, you know what? We'll take the break early. Wrap up the show with some of the major sporting events to happen uh, throughout this year, and also give you my personal favorites that happened this year and also alan during the break think of your personal favorite sports related thing that happened uh in this year and yeah think about going on to next year so we'll wrap up the show with i guess you can call it the best of and looking to the future (laughs) when we come back on wake up in the den
the final countdown, Alex. I see what you did there. <laughs> Is it the final countdown to the year? Or the show? Or the show? Ah, the year. <laughs> I don't know. We still have some time know. left. A little Bo- over 10 minutes left. Bossman is listening uh, to this nonsense that we call <laughs> a radio show. Our last show of the year. All right. Uh, Going to get into it. So, Alan, did you think about your favorite personal sports-related thing that happened to you this year? I have a few, so I'll let you go first. Okay. The question is, repeat it. So, like, what is personally your favorite or a few favorites of, like, sports-related thing that happened to you this year? A favorite sports-related thing to happen to me uh, this year on a personal level uh, was was finding out I didn't need Tommy John surgery, but Ooh. instead I needed to have spinal fusion. <laughs> <laughs> but it all made sense. Not uh, what I was expecting. No, no, no. That's the personal one. But on on a on a like actual sports thing for me was actually seeing um this whole process with uh football it's it's been real interesting and, and really cool to watch because I, i'm not saying cool please please people for the love of god don't take this the wrong way it's cool to watch because you you got to see a, a group of guys a group of brothers come together in the most dire of times in the most adversity and stick together and come out of it better and stronger and and this is more on a personal level than a football level right this they will be able to take this step and this moment in their lives and into, into when they become professionals in whatever profession they go into knowing that they can fight through anything anything that is thrown their way is nothing compared to what these guys went through the last couple of years to where we are now and so that was actually really cool to watch that these guys stuck it out came together made a actually really successful year and put it again this way Three games away, actually three. I would say four. A total of four minutes away from actually being bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Think about those three games that they lost in the last minute. I know. They, they, they would have gave them six wins. That would have been bowl eligible. I mean, I think they're so, really good ATS though. I think they're yeah, like no, nine and, and no, four. and they're good ATS. So, so what I'm saying is so that's why it's really cool is watching these guys kind of like hit rock bottom mm-hmm. together, but then say, you know what, it's not going to be who we are. So that's that's kind of like. Yeah. That was My not favorite. what I was guessing. I thought it would have been White Mayo winning the state championship. No, I mean for me, that's just that's just that's that's just in my heart. You that's know what, what I mean? mean. But, that's why but, it's like a personal. But for me, favorite. but person, but I, watching these guys go through what they went yeah. through, I think that's it's just on a different level. Like, and I I think if people even on the mainland kind of were here, like just kind of feeling what was going on here on like the surface level. Like I think they'd probably call that probably their best sports moment of the year too. I actually have that as, so before I get into my personal favorite and some, some of yours um, that, that was on my list of just local sports things to happen was Timmy Chang gets hired. Like that's the crazy thing. Like he got hired at the beginning of this calendar year, gets hired, the whole, the brotherhood movement starts. And then that leads to more support for the program. Like he gets like brotherhood grinds, you know, shout out Ryan Tanaka for starting brotherhood grinds and then sisterhood grinds, of course, got to bring along the sisters and you're right. Like just this whole transition yeah. in the build. So that's why I did have it on the memories or the good things to happen at, in terms of local sports, other cool things to happen. 
our radio station or the frequency KGU celebrated its 100th year anniversary yes. in May. Yes. So now it will be 101 next year, but that was very, very huge for us to celebrate for this. Now it's officially, officially a legacy station. Uh, so we celebrate our 100 year. Jocelyn Allo became college softball's all-time home run leader back in March. Hitting At home? Her, yeah, hitting her 96th bomb at Rainbow Wahine Softball Stadium, getting chicken skin, just talking about that again, because like you couldn't script it better that she did it here at home. And then Rainbow Wahine head coach Bob Kulin comes out, gives her a lay, and it's just in front of her family and local fans, people coming over from Haula, and it was just this whole vibe. Can I say something on that one real mm-hmm. quickly? Sorry to steal your thunder, but, no, no, no. but really on that list also should be Brit. Uh, the pitcher who who, who threw oh yeah it because well, she and cool it like saying pitch well, to her yeah it's uh, it, i think it takes a lot of moxie uh mm-hmm. to be able to sit there and go you know what i know this is probably the odds are not in my favor but we're gonna do this here and and i, I want you to know that took a lot of courage to do so because you're gonna go in the record books along with her just for the wrong reason but to be able to sit there and go like you know what it's part of the game though we don't we don't shy away from the game itself yeah I that that is so much respect in my mind, and she should never, you know, look down on that or be feel feel. Oh, you I don't know, think she any, does because I think everyone. And told so her. and so, like you know, I think it's I I think it's it's so respectful in my heart and 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 in my mind that dude, it takes courage and kudos to that because mm-hmm. sometimes that for me is the bigger thing out of this whole thing. Oh yeah, and also going on Rainbow Wahine basketball won the Big West regular season and. The, obviously, the tournament championship going into the big dance, losing to Baylor, but still, it's, it was an c- accomplishment nonetheless. Hopefully, they can do that again this year or this season, so next year, technically. Uh, Honolulu Little League wins the Little League World Series Woo! again. And okay. can't forget, 13U Cotto baseball team won the Babe Ruth World Series. So, huge things, as we've always mentioned, just our youth baseball here is like second to none. Yeah. It's just awesome. So, it's almost crazy that's like, Feels like a regular thing. We're we're always gonna win the Little League World Series, and just like it is for Rainbow Warrior Volleyball, won the back-to-back national championship. Again, it's just a, it's just another day of you know the another volleyball day. season. Yeah. Another day. <laughs> Hopefully, going for that three-beat. Woo, that'll be something. Actually, so I talked to Lauren, my wife, last night. I said, you know, I'm kind of looking into buying season tickets for. Rainbow Warrior Volleyball. Yeah. Even though, really, I don't need tickets, right? No, but yeah, you just want but, to go support. But one, it's to support and just to say, you know, we always have tickets in case, you know, because mm-hmm. my, my in-laws love volleyball now. They've gotten really into it. So she was not a no. And so I was like, oh, that's that's kind of my, my, my hey, and just go perfect, run. And it's perfect because you guys yeah, like to sit upper level anyways, and we like, too, we, so it's like. Yeah, cheap. we love sitting. I love sitting up top yeah. because I love watching the overall. Because for me, my my joy and my kick, the like what that gets me going is is watching plays develop more so than the play itself. Mm-hmm. So I I love watching that stuff. So that's why whenever people ask like, oh, where do you sit when you go to all these games on the mainland? And when I used to go, like our season tickets were always up top, not because of the price point, just because I enjoy yeah. watching the price things point develop. Is a bonus. Yeah. So. But no, but eventually, you know, for for we start so the, for the Los Angeles Kings NHL, me and my best friend, we started all the way at the top, high fiving the man upstairs, <laughs> and then through the years, we 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 worked our way down to I think we're at the the lowest was four four rows from the glass in the corner. So I mean, we've worked our way down, but 
we still kind of talk about it to this day. Our favorite seats, though, were up top because you got to see everything develop. And that's, for me, that's where I get my joy when it comes to sports, watching things there develop. I'm so, a coach, that's why. We'll see Allen at the Rainbow Warrior volleyball games. All right. Uh, another significant thing to happen for this station this year started doing high school sports. Yes. I think our first high school game was the state championship uh, baseball game. Shout out to Jordan Helle and his his dad for helping us bring that um, together on the station. And then after that, you know, partnered with the OIA and then did a couple of more HHSAA games as well. So I think for the station, that was another huge thing to happen to us this year. And we're excited to bring that to all of you guys in high school sports. And obviously, we're going to continue to bring you OIA and hopefully some a little bit more HHSAA as well um, but be sure to you know check our website at hawaiisportsradio.com or follow us on social media at high sports radio as we'll do a lot of the updates and of course listen on this show because we'll let you know about it what's coming up um, personally actually before I get to my personal ones just because I want to make sure I give a shout out to a couple of people that told me there's Dara Young of Honolulu her so she said definitely my first ever hole in one is her personal that's pretty badass exactly that's awesome so pro country club number three on june 26 Woo! so shout out to our good friend dara her first ever hole in one and i think she also followed up with like yeah i'm not like uh june jones i think she said june hit like four or five hole in ones already and it's like dang so congratulations dara that's definitely a major personal sports related memory that you'll never forget and of course shout out to my cousin Kahea out of Hilo her her son Kilohana scored his first collegiate touchdown earlier so Kilo scored that six yard touchdown run which was pretty impressive it was like this spin move uh, on Eastern Washington in the Ducks second game of the season so another huge highlight and I guess that's another one of my personal faves as well all right so just a few of my um highlights for this year really and i posted this on twitter but i'm telling all of you beautiful people as well uh sisterhood social was really huge for us to put that together so shout out to our sisterhood and yes it's coming back next year we'll still have to i can't believe we're going to start to meet pretty soon so our first ever sisterhood social that was a huge success and mahalo to everyone and all the sponsors that have supported uh, including dc hero electric uh and then just everyone that attended and we can only hope that it'll be bigger next year of course recently university of hawaii men's basketball team winning the diamond head classic <laughs> And the uh, viral video that came out. Oh my gosh, really quick, Alan, you'll appreciate this story. So because of that video of, you know, that crazy person that sits next to me that ran across the courts. Yeah. yeah. So yesterday's game, Rich Sheriff, shout out Rich, he's so funny. He put a seatbelt on the chair. Did he really? Yeah. It's so funny. I was like, he put a seatbelt on his chair i love rich so uh, uh yeah rich got jokes so shout did, out to rich sheriff that, that was did really that funny. crazy person laugh <laughs> yeah oh yeah we all laughed it was hilarious so because i was gonna ask you i didn't um i was what i got to watch like maybe the first couple minutes of the game but i didn't i didn't see you two uh crazy person and you sitting there yet were oh you? yeah we're usually um in the Ed Wong room and then <laughs> make our way out there. We're watching it in the Ed Wong room gotcha. and then make our way to our seats. Uh, but I just had to share that really quick. <laughs> Another thing that happened with basketball for me personally, my first time ever doing being part of a broad basketball broadcast recently. So mahalo to Alan for letting me allowing me. And then of course Kyle Galdera being so gracious and dealing with me, learning how to um, 
just do analyst work in basketball for HBU and for high school. Hopefully I'm not fired for that next year either. So maybe you'll hear me on a little more. Uh, but it was always a dream of mine because as I told you guys before, I love basketball and I always wanted to do that. So um, yeah, mahalo to everyone who has made that happen. Uh, attended my first Final Four and Kansas wins. That was beginning of the year. So that was definitely huge. I think I cried a little bit when they won, but that's just... I'm a girl and that's what happens. I'm just going to, that's when I have my girly moments and I'll, I'll blame it on that. <laughs> I'm allowed to cry when my team wins and loses. Uh, and last but not least, did a live broadcast from UFCX during International Fight Week. Shout out to Arash Mikazi for help, help making that happen. All right. Oh my gosh. It's been a fun show and a fun year for Alamia. I'm Kule Agbayani. Mahalo for listening. Have a happy new year. Bye. Home of the Dallas Cowboys, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760.